Hello, now welcome to the show. Just before we crack on, I just want to double check. Do you want to get confident on camera, be irresistible to those you're talking to and speak online with confidence and ease? Well, grab my new online course, Calm On Camera, the pre-recorded series now. Over the course of four sessions, we'll be really getting clear on why it is that you're showing up online and how to do it in a way that works for you. So head to amylayton.teachable.com and enter the promo code IRRESISTIBLEPRESENCE for 10% off now. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of Irresistible Presence. Now this week I've been talking to Kat Horrocks. Now Kat is a women's life and career coach who helps women to feel empowered to say yes to themselves, their growth and their goals. Now Kat does her coaching through her group coaching, the sisterhood, through her one-to-one coaching, through her podcast and through her blog. And genuinely, when I was thinking about who to bring onto the podcast next, I knew that I just wanted to chat with Kat. She was one of the people that popped into my head and I knew, I said, I know that I've got to talk to her. So when she said yes, I was absolutely delighted. Now, this podcast episode was also recorded live through Instagram so that you guys get to see the messy side of it as well as the podcast side of it. You get to see warts and all because there's a lot of edited stuff going on. There is a lot of edited stuff, but actually, you know, we're all human. We're all making it up as we go along. And so the purpose of this is to be able to allow you guys to see a little bit of behind the scenes of the podcast recording. So if you want to go and watch it over there, it is currently saved to my IGTV. Otherwise, I hope you enjoy in this week's episode. (laughs) <laughs> I'll start recording on here first. Yeah. Perfect. So we're recording on here and then I'm going to turn my volume down on Instagram. Okay, and I'm going to go live. All right, we're going live. Hello. Good morning. Happy Friday, Instagram. How are we doing? How are we doing? We have our second live podcast recording today with Kat, who's jumping on. Hey, Kat, let me bring you in. Brilliant. Morning, guys. Morning, morning, morning. Let us know if you are joining live. Let us know if you are joining the replay. Hi. She is. Hello. How are we doing, Kat? Nice to see you. Nice to see you too. We're excited to be here. I am. I am really excited. Thank you so much for joining. Whilst I remember that we are doing a podcast recording, I'm going to say hello to everybody joining on Instagram. Thank you for joining us live and thank you for catching the replay. And if you are listening to the podcast, welcome to the next episode of Irresistible Presence. Thank you so much for joining this live recorded episode. So today... I am absolutely delighted to welcome Kat Horrocks, who is a women's life and career coach. And I've been, I mean, I've been following Kat for the last year or so, at least. And um, when I was looking at who to bring onto the podcast next, Kat popped into my mind straight away because I knew that I just, I really wanted to dive deep in with her to be able to chat about her relationship with confidence, how it's led her to be able to, um, take her on the career path to where she is now and then to go and help other women to be able to say yes to their goals and empower them to do that. So Kat, thank you so much for joining. 
Thank you so much for asking me to come on. I'm so excited. And yeah, what an entrance. (laughs) So lovely to have you. Kat, is there anything else that um, you want to add in your own words about who you are and what you do at all? Um, I would just say that like my work is really grounded and like rooted in empowering women to put themselves first so you know my own podcast is called put yourself first my membership is called the put yourself first sisterhood that is really like my ethos and life's mission um so that's a big big part of all the work that I do amazing amazing so well thank you I'm really really excited to to dive in deep with you today um now Kat just to start us off I've got some little starter questions that I ask everybody who's on the podcast. Are you ready? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. All right. So, you know, we've got some icebreakers. Before we crack onto the serious stuff, we've got some some little icebreakers for us today, which I haven't prepped you for at all. So you've got no idea what's coming, which is great. Um, (laughs) So (laughs) this is where you see everybody's look of fear. (laughs) but it's quite it's fab um so first question breakfast lunch or dinner breakfast all day every day Mm, nice okay are you a sweet or a savory breakfast person sweet oh yeah we've not had a sweet breakfast person on yet really normally it's all savory and eggs and avocados (laughs) I'll take the eggs and avocado every day but like that can be like if I'm gonna have breakfast for every meal like that would be lunch or dinner whereas like first thing in the morning I wake up and I'm like carbs sweet carbs yeah like pancakes toast Mm. cheerios amazing so in which then if you were to go to your favourite cafe, restaurant, brunch place, whatever it might be, and order your favourite breakfast dish, what would it be? Um, pancakes, bacon and maple syrup. That's like my go-to if I'm like really, really indulging and like enjoying it. Mm. Amazing, amazing. Pancakes and maple syrup, which I don't have enough often enough, actually. I think you might inspire no. me. <laughs> it's a real treat. <laughs> I love that. Okay, so, all right, so pancakes and maple syrup for breakfast. Every day, all day, if possible. <laughs> <laughs> great, great. And what, just out, just out of curiosity, you, if you were to have a savoury option, what would it be? Would it be eggs and avocado or what would it be? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Great. Good choice. Can't go wrong, really. <laughs> I have both. I mean, you can have both if you want to. Like, start, like, main and dessert. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think this is a new, a new two-course breakfast creation. Yeah. That we've got together here going on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, any food for the rest of the day after eating two, two of those dishes. I mean, I would say that breakfast is the most important meal of the day. So we're just setting yeah. ourselves up really well. Yeah. Very simply. <laughs> Great. All right. Well, now that we've we've um, discovered that your favourite breakfast is pancakes and maple syrup, um, today we are here talking about confidence. And the reason that I 
decided to set up Irresistible Presence as a podcast was to be able to be able to chat to people to be able to discover their journeys with confidence. And as I said earlier, that is why um, when I was thinking about guests, I really, really wanted to chat with you as well. So what I've got, I've got a question just to start us off with. So what does confidence mean to you now, Kat? Confidence to me means being so this is gonna sound so cheesy but like disclaimer I am cheesy (laughs) I'm all for a cheesy quote confidence to me is being true to who you are and living authentically without fear of other people's judgment or without without kind of second guessing yourself based on what you feel like you should be saying you should be doing um that is really important to that is a really important part of confidence to me and has it has it always had that meaning to you or has it previously meant something very different definitely it's previously meant something very different growing up like I was um labeled like shy so when I was you know a lot younger I was super like brash I wanted to be an actress like I was the life and soul of the family party like I would make everyone stop and like watch me perform and you know somewhere along the way like probably you know as we all get in high school you know later in school high school like chip it like people chipping away at us to me confidence used to mean like being the loudest one being the most being the most popular one at school definitely which I was not um and I used to like take on that label of people saying oh like you're shy you're quiet and I thought that I couldn't be confident because I wasn't the first person to speak like I was I've always been more of a listener and I like to really collect my thoughts before sharing stuff like I'm not the first one to jump in um and so growing up I thought that meant that I couldn't be confident I wasn't you know I wasn't going to be popular I wasn't going to be confident and all the like side effects that come with confidence like getting attention from boys and you know all the all the stuff as a young girl like you you think you know the most confident popular girl at school will get um who you know perhaps hasn't been labeled with that like you are shy, like here is your little sticker to say my name's Kat and I am shy. Whereas I think when as I've got older, um, learning more about, you know, like the difference between an introvert and an extrovert and how I'm actually an outgoing introvert. Um, I would consider myself an outgoing introvert because I do love people, I do love conversations. I'm absolutely not shy, like if you're having a conversation with me, but I'm very choosy about who I connect with and I think learning about myself and learning about the different types of people in the world and how that all that comes into play 
confidence isn't like one size fits all for me and I've definitely learned that Mm -hmm. amazing so thinking about then that feeling and actually I completely identify with what you're saying in terms of being an outgoing introvert and that feeling at school of being labeled as shy and that that feeling of then well actually what what does that mean does that mean that I'm not the popular one does that mean that I'm not the one that's going to get all the boys does that mean that I'm not the one that's going to be kind of socially successful that is something that I so relate to very much at school and just almost feeling like because I was because I was shy at school and again I identify as being like a an introvert well an an extroverted introvert if that makes sense so exactly the same as you are so some days I'll feel really out there and I'll be able to put myself out there and it'll be great other times like if I'm going into a situation where I don't know people it makes me want to shrivel up and I have to really like put my big girl pants on and say no come on Amy you're doing this you're doing this um so thinking about then that that kind of that label that that you felt you had at school of of being the shy one how has that then how, how did that make a kind of make a mark on it on your on you growing up and going through your teens it I think the biggest like reflection for me looking back as an adult is it affected my confidence in you know friendships and meeting new people making new friends very much like you said that would have been my worst nightmare not knowing anyone not having like a friend to to cling to in a new situation I feel like for you know most of my teenage years and like into my early 20s I almost had like a wall up when it came to new friends and new relationships like with you know whether that be business like you know I was starting a business in my early 20s so I really like had this guard up um that probably blocked me from enjoying meeting new people because I almost like already assumed that well I wasn't confident enough or I wasn't good like I wasn't interested enough or whatever I'd been you know made to believe during school that it definitely impacted how I like operated in new social situations um and I almost like predetermined like oh well I'm not going to be friends with anyone here or I'm not going to enjoy talking to anyone here so I may as well just sit back and not say anything which is so, like so interesting looking back because I have always had my like besties and that was really it after high school and college like my acquaintances drifted apart as you normally would but it was like no one knew was coming in <laughs> to replace them until I would say like I was mid hit that like mid 20s mark where I started to grow in confidence and then manage to you know really be open to meeting new people and making close friends so it 
it's stopped you from going into those situations in the first place sometimes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. And what, so what, so when it did, when it did stop you from going in, into kind of social situations and things like that, especially and you mentioned that you set up a business in your early twenties, how did that, how did that feel? To, I mean, did you register at the time that actually that was something that was holding you back from being able to put yourself out there? Or is it more in retrospect now that you can look back and view, view on that? I think the friends thing is in retrospect because it's only now in my mid, like mid to almost late 20s. Oh. <laughs> no, I'm 30 next year and I'm having that crisis. Don't worry. <laughs> I'm still 21, like, in my head. <laughs> I look at some of my closest friends, and they're all friends I've made in the past couple of years, and I'm a bit like, oh, how did that happen? Because, um, like I said, I've got my best, best friends from my childhood, and then my adult friendships. So it's like they're both extremes, and they're both super close. So I realise, you know, something must have happened along the way for me to make those connections, in my business and in my work, I was very conscious of it um, in the beginning because I was I was a makeup artist, so I was a mobile makeup artist actually going into people's houses oh, wow. to do the makeup for a night out or to travel to a venue to do someone's makeup for the wedding. So I basically had to throw myself in at the deep end and just go and essentially go into a stranger's house and make them feel comfortable and speak to them. So that was like a crash course for me and it definitely grew my confidence in quite a short space of time because I was very aware of like not being awkward and like giving them a good experience as well. Um, So it's probably like one of the best things I could have done for myself and my personal growth as well as obviously my career at the time. Totally, totally. Was there, so you mentioned having to give them a good experience as well doing that makeup artistry was there something I wonder if there was anything within you that thought well okay I am going into people's houses I'm doing their makeup this isn't actually was there anything where you thought this isn't about me but I've got to be able to push myself out 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 of my comfort zone to be able to give them the best experience at all was it was there any moment where you took the onus off you and started thinking about your service to them? Probably not until later on. I think in the beginning I would be lying if I didn't say I was like, oh, I hope I hope they like it. Like, I hope they like the makeup. I hope they like me. Like, I hope I look okay. All of that. All of those, like, insecurities coming up and questioning myself. Um, so it definitely was the focus on me, but also you know about them in terms of oh I hope like I hope they like I hope they like it because obviously they're you know when you start a business and you get your first clients you're like people paying me money to do something it needs to be really good and like they need to be really happy with it so I definitely was thinking about them and wanting them to like it but because I was still on my journey with confidence it was coming from an insecure place if that makes sense yeah totally and that kind of that imposter syndrome and I know that certainly, and I'm sure you find it as well in your work, a lot of people that I work with are th- uh, say to me, you know, well, when I'm putting myself out there, what if 
they don't like me? What if they don't like what I say? What if they don't like my work? And I think when, especially when you're in the very early stages of business and putting yourself out there and getting visible and getting confident with being visible as well, that is so, that imposter syndrome can be there a lot when we're just trying to, I mean, to be honest, I still get imposter syndrome. I don't know about you, but when we're, when we're trying to, to work it out, especially for the, the very first time, uh, our focus sometimes can be trying to work it all out in here and, and navigate the imposter syndrome alongside trying to do what we want to do. Yeah, it's like this inner voice that's you're about to go into a client meeting or you're about to go into a room or in an event or whatever you're doing and you knew, you know you need to go and do the thing, whatever it is, and you've, you're almost battling with this voice in your head that's like, you shouldn't be here. Who do you think you are? Um, and, yeah, that is a big part of the work that I do now, probably because I've been there and I've struggled. Like, I struggled with it so much when I was starting out as well. Yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, it's it's something that I can massively relate to as well. So makeup artist, not, you know, trying to work it all out in your head, trying to work out whether people liked your work, liked your stuff, liked what was going on. Talk us through how you made the transition from makeup artist to career coaching, coaching for women, helping them to say yes to their goals. How did you go from one to the other? Really long story. So I'll try to summarise. But essentially, I got to a place in my makeup business where I thought, I can carry on and be the best and continue with this or I need to do something else and I think in my heart of hearts as much as I loved that business and loved that work I couldn't see myself doing it long term I'm like an all or nothing person so I'm either gonna go all in or I don't want to do it so I knew that i didn't want to go all in on makeup I didn't want to I didn't want to be doing wedding makeup when I was 50 60 because I just couldn't see for me personally that my like longevity in that career whereas I knew that I wanted I wanted something that could build with me I wanted a bigger business I wanted like something online something that could grow with me as I develop and I grow in my career so I hired a coach myself and basically said, like, you need to help me figure out what I want to do with my life. I have no idea. I know I have these interests and I want to make money online. You need to help me. <laughs> so she allowed me to, like, deep dive into my strengths, my values, like what I, you know, what I was really good at, what was unique for me. And my you know my passions and what I was excited about and what what I would do for free even if I didn't I never earned a penny from it and I remember you know digging in like I've I've always I've always been quite a driven person I've always had ambition and you know particularly like around the time I started my makeup business I deep dived into like personal growth work 
So, you know, like Tony Robbins, like all the typical stuff that if you're into personal growth, you know, like it's like a whole new world when you discover all this stuff. And then, of course, like podcasts became a bigger thing. And I was just obsessed and personally really committed to, you know, bettering myself, improving my confidence, etc. So I already had this real passion and with the help of my coach at the time she helped me discover you know several different like online business models one of them was one-to-one coaching and when she said that even though it sounds it seems so obvious to me now looking back at the path um it was like a light bulb went off in my head and I was like yes this is it this is what I want to do um and the like jigsaw pieces I pieced together were I loved working one-to-one so I loved that like one-on-one connection I love working with women I'm such a girl's girl like through and through I love empowering women I want to make women feel good and of course with coaching it's like that you know that you do get that that like before and after transformation it's just you know it's not a makeup look on the wedding day it's like the whole life (laughs) so it was it was just a perfect fit and that was you know from that moment on it was like no looking back um and that was almost four years ago now which is crazy amazing how did that feel to be suddenly taking that leap and taking that step because some people might go some people might say that's that was quite a big step to suddenly kind of I guess do a 180 in essence on what you were working on and take that leap and go do you know what and actually have the confidence to go do you know what this isn't what I want to do long term I don't want to be doing in your words I don't want to be doing wedding makeup when I'm 50 60 actually I'm going to take a stand for me and who I want to be and I'm going to work that out I don't know what it is I'm going to work that out how did that feel to do that um really scary definitely but you know by this point I had learned to trust my gut always that's I'm very lucky that that's always been like a a player in my life and my decision making that gut instinct um I'm not someone like I'm very like I say when I'm when I say I'm driven I'm like eye on the prize so if I want something or if I decide something like there's no stopping me (laughs) so I kind of knew I knew deep down that that was the case um and I had to do it and nothing was gonna stop me from pursuing it Although, of course, like, you know, at the time I was still living with my parents and they were like, I thought you were just going doing this. Like, what are you doing? (laughs) Um, And just, you know, like, because because it was a transitional period of about two years. So I was still taking on makeup clients whilst building up my coaching. But it was still that imposter syndrome piping up again like you know whilst I knew I wanted to do it and I was going to pursue it there were definitely still like self-doubt cropping up along the way like 
um you know am I really good at, like am I good enough to do this are people gonna want this like do I have a place in this industry and all that like all this all this chatter in my mind um, so yeah it definitely was scary but like I say I think when you know you want something even if it doesn't work out even if it ends up looking different to how you imagined it initially it's always going to be what was right for you at the time and it's going to lead on to something that is right for you I feel like that with anything in life but definitely in our career we kind of get so scared to stay in one place when that in itself is actually blocking us from growing and developing completely completely I think there's there's something to be said for trusting your gut and trusting your intuition and and leaning into that and you know there seems to be this real theme with everybody that I speak to of going I don't quite know what's going on but I'm going to trust my gut and I don't know how it's going to work out but I've just I've got I've got to go for it I have to to give this a go and believe that whatever is going to happen is going to happen for a reason and I'm going to be supported and I'm going to be held one way or another so that's really interesting that actually that that you were saying taking that leap as well and your parents going well hold on what are you doing and what's happening and (laughs) which can which can so happen and you know I mean I've certainly had it as well people have such the best intentions for us but actually we are the only ones who can really go no this is this is what my gut is saying and one way or the other my god am I going to do this yeah exactly um I think in ta- in moments like that and it's not always easy to do you know it's easier said than done but if you know you want something even if everyone else around you is like what are you doing you're crazy what if what even is this why are you doing this what about all the like why don't you stay here where it's like safe and comfortable and we don't have to worry about you and all this stuff if you want it like you have you just have to go for it because the only person who is going to live your life is you like you live and die by yourself so if you're not living your life for yourself in some way and putting yourself first in some way then that's going to impact how you show up in those relationships with those people you care about anyway so at the end of the day like your loved ones want you to be happy um and they want they do want to see you win it's just sometimes finding the courage to trust yourself and go for it even when other people around you are like you're crazy what you do <laughs> yeah. and you know I guess nine times out of ten actually it's because it's a path that they don't know and it's a path that they've never gone down so you know with our kind of for want of a better word with our fight or flight and wanting for us to stay safe that's going to kick in and that protective kind of tribal feeling is going to come in of like no 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 come here come here you're safe here with me with us in the life that we know in the life that we live 
And that takes real courage to go, no, there's something more to this. Oh, it's giving me goosebumps. There's something more to this. And actually, I've, I've got to follow the path. So thinking about the work that you do now then in terms of your one-to-one coaching and the sisterhood that you mentioned and your podcast, how does all this run through as a theme to helping women to be able to do that and get to where they want to be? So a lot of the a lot of the women who come to me often either like haven't invested in themselves in this way before um, or they're new to this world of self-development I do have clients who you know are scaling businesses or growing and they of course might have had like a you know how many years of experience with it but I think a big theme running through all the women that I work with whatever stage of life they're at whatever they're coming to me for support with we just sometimes need someone else to hold like a bigger vision for us Mm. than we currently have so maybe you have a big goal like you want to travel the world you know post-covid you want to find your dream career you want to start a business you want to feel really confident and healthy like the healthiest version of yourself whatever you know whatever you're working towards I can support you with but the theme running through it is you know what is holding you back often it's like what's in here so your mindset imposter syndrome um limiting beliefs um you know childhood stuff like I said you know what labels were you given what are you holding on to that isn't serving you anymore and often like we just need someone else to hold that space for us and almost give us like this different perspective on our situation um to allow us to like start unpicking all this stuff and working through it and unfortunately like it is sometimes like a thread like you pull it it just like keeps coming and keeps coming and then digs deep digs up deeper stuff but it's so so worth it because when you get to that place where you start working through what's going on in here those are often the blocks holding you back from moving forward to go to to go after your dreams and to go after your goals because chances are you know most of the women who come into my community like they know what they want deep down sometimes they just need a little help and permission to go there and they often also know how to get there like they know what the first step is but it's this stuff hold like there's like a block an invisible block in the way so they you know need some like tools like I call it I call like a toolbox I think coaches have like a toolbox of stuff that they just pick out and they're like right let's give this one a go tinker away you know see what happens there there might be a breakthrough there might be like a realization there might be something um and it just helps you move past the stuff that's holding you back and get in the way um often it does come down to like I said someone holding like a bigger vision for your success um but also someone who oh it's almost like a permission slip like you've invested in yourself you've you know you know you know you want more 
and I'm here to say like you deserve more you like you absolutely can want more and ask for more and here's like your permission slip to go after it <laughs> completely I'm just having a look at the comments I can just I can see a lovely comment I'm gonna forgive me I'm going to probably say this name completely wrong is it Noe Noenki um the podcast is great I'm a man and there's a lot I can relate to I've been listening to Kat for years and love it amazing oh thank you I mean that's great that you know regardless and actually that does highlight a really good point that man women regardless of gender actually this stuff is something that we all we all can take things from regardless of where we are on that scale absolutely um Kat you mentioned the word permission and this idea of a permission slip what is it and again I I can totally relate to this and this is something that I I'm sure that so many other people listening and and watching the live can relate to too what is it about this idea of permission and you know I guess I guess coming back to that idea of school and it being okay to do something what what is it about us having the permission and I mean it is it's so brilliant that that you are there to be able to give that that opportunity to people to be able to go it's great it's cool this is where you want to go this is how we're going to do it let's do it together what is it about having that that feeling of permission that suddenly opens up that world to people yeah I, I think it goes back to what I was saying before about that gut instinct you know always being right and you know growing up one way or another we've probably been told along the way to not trust that gut instinct or to ignore it or to you know disregard it as like well this is the way you do things this is what we are going to tell you to do so you need to just not do that and go and do what we say (laughs) and you know whether that's a teacher at school whether that's like a caregiver whether it's just like a message even like a subliminal message you get from society growing up and so we're kind of like out of touch with this instinct and this drive so it's almost like unlearning that and reconnecting with that gut instinct when you do that and you then give yourself permission like to trust in it and permission to act on it you again it goes back to what I was talking about at the beginning about what confidence is like that's you living your life authentically not living your life for other people um so yeah like I would I would like I would love everyone to get to that place. (laughs) Totally, totally. And I think it is something that we all need that guidance to reconnect with at some point in our lives, for sure. Whether it be personally, whether it be professionally, you know, whether it be to do with friendships, relationships, whatever. I think sometimes all of us need a little nudge to go, you know, that, that feeling that said that this situation probably wasn't going to work out the best for you trust it or you know that thing that you really want to go and do but you've been putting off for years go and do it take that time and go and do it and run with it and that's 
that's where the real the real power I think and the real magic comes from of of our intuitions and being who we want to be and as you say living authentically it's so exciting my gosh um so without giving too much away because I know that um you work with people to be able to help them to be able to achieve this if there was one thing that we could start doing to help us connect into that authenticity and that feeling of okay well what is it that actually I do want and how can I roll with it is there anything that you would recommend that people can start doing to be able to tune into it absolutely so getting back in touch with yourself you know in whatever way you connect that with um, whether you feel like that's getting in touch with your gut instinct, getting in touch with your thoughts, feelings, intuition, whatever. I think the best thing you can do is regularly invest time in yourself and have space and time for yourself every week in some way. So the thing with like modern society is you know of course we're all like we're we're never bored we're never not doing anything even when we're not not doing anything and we're just sat on the couch in the evening we're on our phone we're scrolling we're, we're constantly taking in external sources rather than getting in touch with that like internal source of information which is that voice saying, oh, well, have you tried this? Or, oh, we don't like this anymore. Stop doing that. Or, oh, like, I really like that person. Let's go and talk to them. So to get in touch with that again, I recommend people find the way that works best for them to be by themselves with just themselves. So whether that be you're you really get into meditation that's amazing you know make regular time for that maybe you're not someone to sit still and be in silence but maybe you love getting out for a hike or you're you love running and for you like when you run it shuts out of the it shuts out the world and you get you know you get into your body you get into here maybe um you know mine is journaling so maybe you love getting your thoughts out on pen with pen and paper and that's your thing but find your thing that allows you to regularly it's like a little check-in with yourself you know it's it's nurturing the relationship you have with yourself just as you would a friend you don't just ignore a friend for weeks on end and disregard what they're saying and their opinion so you've got to regularly check in with yourself in that way just like you know how are you feeling um are you craving something else right now like what are you what do you want to try next you know what feels exciting right now all of these questions and prompts that will just naturally come up into your mind as you're journaling or as you're on a run and just reflecting on your life um having a space where you can do that on a weekly if not like regular basis would be my recommendation amazing thank you thank you um so just to finish us off one final question what is something 
that reflecting on everything that we've spoken about my goodness me we've covered a lot we've covered your journey we've covered your um, makeup artistry career we've covered your transition from makeup artistry to where you are today and the work that you do now and connecting what is one thing that you would tell your younger self I would say trust you trust yourself always and let go of the need to control how everything looks and when everything is going to happen because it's going to happen in the right timing thank you thank you so much thank you I've absolutely loved this I'm quite shocked at my (laughs) succinct answers as well so succinct thank you thank you so much for joining and guys if you're listening on the podcast this is you know, we are recording this live. And guys, if you're watching on Instagram, we are recording, just in case you've joined, we are recording this as well. We've both got our mic set up. We are recording this for um, the Irresistible Presence podcast, which is my podcast as well. And honestly, um, just the amount of depth and honesty and where we've been able to dive in today has been kind of you sharing your story and, and how you've got to where you are now has just been really, really powerful. Um, so thank you and I know we've been doing two recordings at once and I I know that's kind of a little bit like but thank you so much Um, it's been a real real delight and I'm sure that everyone who's watching and everyone who's listening will get a lot from it so thank you oh thank you thanks for asking me it's my absolute pleasure oh Kat it has been a joy Um, thank you so much guys for watching and um, yeah I'll catch you very soon Well, there you go. Gosh, we went in deep and I must just say thank you so much to Kat for being just so brilliant and so honest and diving in so deep. Um, I just knew that I had to have a conversation with her about this and my goodness me, what a conversation it was. So thank you so much to Kat. As always, if you enjoyed this episode, please do rate, review and subscribe. Please do share it with anyone that you feel may well benefit from this podcast. And I will catch you for another five minute thought next week. See you then. Well, there you go. I hope you enjoyed this episode as much as I enjoyed recording it. As ever, if you did enjoy it, please do remember to rate, review and subscribe over on Apple Podcasts. It really does help to spread the word. And you can find the show notes for this episode over at amylayton.com. All right. Have a great one. Catch you next week.